0: It's June 2022. You know what that means?
1: I think I do. I think it means it's the beginning of riot season in America.
0: That's correct. It's riot season. Over the last several years in June, we have seen major riots.
1: Oh, yes. I just, you know, pick an issue and crowds of people will show up and all kinds of mayhem will ensue.
0: Yeah, now we're we are expecting some riots to be showing up and we do believe that those will be in the next couple of weeks at the very longest. And we'll dive into that when we come back.
1: Welcome to the Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way, where gear is good, but knowledge is better, because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. We're glad that you have pulled up a chair, and we're going to be talking about some serious issues. You know, we do that sometimes. We uh, have a heart of concern for all of our communities in the United States. And there's been some very hot topics that have crossed the media, and uh, we're beginning to see noises, little little rumblings of potential riots and riot-like activity. There has already been some violence and some vandalism. We'll talk about that in just a moment, but we were reflecting on The summer in America, summertime seems to be riot season. If you're going to have a riot, you're going to do it in the summer.
0: And I don't understand. I understand not having them in January, February because it's so cold, but I don't understand having it in June with the weather that we've been having across this country lately.
1: Well, I'm not sure that weather is really a deal breaker because most of these riots generally seem to be breaking out in the evening. They go sometimes all through the night into the early morning hours just mayhem and and foolishness everywhere.
0: Yeah, some of the things we've seen leading up to this, we've seen some gun rights protests after mass shootings, and we're certainly not for mass shootings, and we have addressed that, and we condemn that in every way possible. We are seeing some pro-abortion protests after the Supreme Court leak that indicates that Roe v. Wade could be overturned with the ruling in the Dobbs v. Jackson case. And if you're not familiar with that, that's a Mississippi case. Dobbs is the state health officer, and Jackson Women's Health Organization is the plaintiff on that. And that law forbids abortion after 15 weeks. And one thing before we started recording that you pointed out, is that even if Roe v. Wade is overturned, it does not make abortion illegal.
1: I think that's the point that media is purposefully not harboring on. It means that the issue of pro-choice versus pro-life, the issue of abortion then bounces back to the individual state. Mm -hmm. But I think that the media is cleverly and purposefully leaving that nugget out because they want to create some unrest and some mayhem. And I think they're fueling that flame.
0: Yeah, and I can just about guarantee you that if Roe v. Wade is overturned in this Dobbs v. Jackson ruling, that we will see some of these protests become riots.
1: Well, they've already promised it, and in fact, they've already fired a few warning shots, to use a phrase. There's an anarchist group calling itself Jane's Revenge. They vandalized and they set fire to the offices of the Wisconsin Family Action, which is a pro-life organization. Jane's Revenge said this arson and vandalism was a warning. They want all pro-life organizations done away with. They have attacked churches, crisis pregnancy centers, pro-life groups, and they claim to be planning a night of rage on the night the decision is released.
0: Yeah, I saw a copy of the flyer that they put out in Washington, D.C.
1: Seriously? I
0: did. Hmm. And it says something to the effect of, on the night the decision is released, hit the streets. You
1: know, I thought that threatening violence was illegal.
0: Well, I guess it depends on who you are.
1: Well, I suppose.
0: And supposedly they have chapters all across or little enclaves of people all across the United States that are planning these riots, and I think they are planned, and we've seen those attacks, and they're attacking churches. Even today, I saw a photograph of a church door, a very ornate double doors, and spray painted on there was pro-choice is pro-life.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: That doesn't make sense.
1: Well, it makes sense in someone's world where things don't make sense.
0: Yeah, and I saw another one the other day, something about forced life. We weren't consulted before birth. I think yeah. it was forced birthing.
1: It's just interesting to me that every single human being that is in favor of abortion has themselves already been born. Mm-hmm. And I find that to be ironic, at least.
0: That it is. Let's get back to the topic of the rights, and let's look at how riots often get started.
1: Well, you've got a group of protesters, mm-hmm. regardless of what side they represent, regardless of whether you support them or not.
0: Or what issue. Yeah, yeah. That, that's our Just, constitutional right, right. You've got to yeah.
1: protest. And there is such a thing as a peaceful protest. Oh, it does every exist. Day. You can have a group, a legitimate group, actually, you know, acquire a permit to have an assembly to peacefully protest whatever issue you want to protest and
0: i stand behind the right to do that
1: absolutely and you have uh, have often you know stood there quite quite stoically mm-hmm. while others who did have a permit did peacefully protest now don't misunderstand peaceful protest simply means the absence of physical violence
0: yeah and we drive past one almost every sunday There is a corner in our city, and there's a group of eight or ten people there every week, and they are holding up signs, and they are waving flags, and they don't create any problem, and they've been doing this for months.
1: Yeah, they're calling attention to their topic. They are. And they're getting attention, but they're not beating on anyone's car. They're not yelling or screaming. But, you know, a peaceful protest does not mean that a protester won't get, you know, within four or five feet of you and hurl all sorts of filthy language.
0: Well, that's where the other thing comes in is you have protesters and then you have counter protesters that show up and they're protesting each other.
1: Yeah. Now this is where it gets interesting. And that can
0: become a clash. Yeah. And tempers begin to flare.
1: little alcohol might be involved. In,
0: in some of these, and depends on the, the topic, I think.
1: Or maybe a little illicit substance of some sort.
0: Most likely. Mm-hmm. And so after those tempers flare, then something gets thrown.
1: Yeah, here comes a bottle, a rock.
0: And that first thing that gets thrown, or that first window that gets broken, or that first trash can that's set on fire, that kicks off a riot.
1: It's kind of like that's the fuse that gets lit.
0: Exactly the trigger. It's mm-hmm. no longer a protest. It is now a
1: riot. Yeah, and it went. It left being peaceful sometime mm-hmm. back because now it has become personal, and this is where human beings, you know, the the very best of their nature is not displayed here.
0: Yeah, you know, sometimes these riots can be pre-planned.
1: I think that we were able to. Uh, understand that there are professional rioters
0: yeah they bring in um, buses and we saw that in a city in north alabama and they brought in people from out of state
1: uh, apparently a lot of people have time off of work or they don't work at all they don't work they have all. time mm-hmm. or they're being remunerated in some way to make these trips
0: right and sometimes they're instigators that are embedded in these groups
1: I think, yeah, they come in ahead of time, get things started, uh, order up those pallets of bricks.
0: And and that's the pre-planning, the pre-staging. And these instigators, they infiltrate this group of protesters, and they don't have to be pre-arranging that. They just show up, and Mm -hmm. if it's a big enough group, they'll be the one to throw the first bottle, or they'll break the first window, or they'll set something on fire. And they instigate. The the riot, and like you mentioned, pallets of bricks are being pre-staged, and these are the ones that start the throwing, mm-hmm. and when this riot scatters out among the city, they have pre-planned areas where the pallets of bricks have been dropped for no obvious reason.
1: And what they'll do is they'll come into some of these populated city areas, these business districts, and they'll just randomly begin to destroy, to loot, to arson, uh, beat each other up. Elderly people who have been minding their own business to get pushed down into the street. I mean, people, this gets ugly. And the reason that we here at Practical Prepping are even talking about this is because it concerns us that many of our listeners do live in urban settings mm-hmm. or in regions where some threat of protesting may have been aired.
0: Or work in those areas and will be leaving at the 5, 530, leaving their office building and getting caught in some of these. So what we want to do today is to revisit staying safe through the turmoil that could come.
1: Yes. What do we need to know?
0: And what do we need to do?
1: We're going to discuss that after a break.
0: All right. Let's talk about our sponsors for just a minute and thank them for today's episode. First up would be Jim Curtis knives. Jim is a custom knife maker. He builds beautiful knives that are fully functional and they're fully lifetime guaranteed. They come with a lifetime sharpening and they come with two band-aids.
1: Yes, absolutely. And that, uh, Squalling you hear in the background is our two cats have decided to join us tonight for the Mm -hmm. podcast, but just like any two boys in any two families, they're going to start wrestling and rolling around on the floor and chasing. So if you hear some random crashes in our background, that's just the two cats, so all is good.
0: Yeah, and I've rearranged the podcasting table here. We've put some shelves on it, and we've made some improvements with it. And it's made it harder for them to get up here and walk across the equipment.
1: Yeah, that's true. Anyway, back to our sponsors. So, yes, our next sponsor? Proline Digital Group. They're the ones that will help to build your website, to help you with graphics, with logo design, with digital leads for your business. And this is particularly important if you're a self-employed or have a very Mm -hmm. small business. And you need that Internet connection and you need help with that, with website design or app creation.
0: And they host a couple of websites for us now. And we've had zero minutes downtime in the few years that we've been using them.
1: Well, I think that's what puts the pro in ProLine Digital Group.
0: The next sponsor is the BASE Handgun Training System. Now, this is a training system that's really good if you've never had formal training with your handgun. And even if you have, it's very good to go through. Krista and I are doing some of that system right now. And they are offering a discount to our listeners when you order that base handgun training system through our website.
1: Yes, you'll find that banner on the homepage there on the website.
0: And they are also on the Friends and Affiliate. We also want to welcome Clean Start. We mentioned them the last episode. They're a new sponsor for the website. They produce one fantastic non-alcohol sanitizer and antiseptic. That's the neat thing about this hand sanitizer is you can use it to clean your hands. And it keeps killing germs for up to two hours after you use it, where alcohol-based, when it dries, it's through killing germs.
1: So this would make a great wound care type it's, of It's product. great
0: wound care. In fact, on one of the bottles, it says hand cleaner and wound care.
1: Fantastic. Or hand
0: sanitizer and wound care. And I carry it in my pocket every day because you know how i get cut
1: i like the fact that it's non-alcohol too that means when you uh, cleanse with it you're not going to get that bad sting
0: exactly and clean start is it comes in a three and a half ounce bottle it's a 40x concentrate and that makes one gallon of hand sanitizer and it comes with the pump bottles and all of that the starter kit does And it's really great from a prepper standpoint because it's a whole lot easier to store a a three-and-a-half-ounce bottle than it is to store a gallon jug. True, true. And in the end, it's actually less expensive when you compare the use over a year. It is less expensive, and they have offered a discount And I think that's a 25% discount when it is ordered through our site. And again, you'll find that right there on the front of the practical prepping. .info website.
1: We also want to thank those of you that are doing your Amazon shopping through our website because your Amazon shopping does help support our podcast and we thank you for that. Keep doing that. Support us in that way because it really does make a difference and we want you to know we appreciate it.
0: Yes, that does support the podcast and the newsletter and speaking of the newsletter, if you haven't signed up, go to our website and hit contact and send us an email, or just send us an email straight from your email program at info at info, and tell us you want to be a part of the newsletter. There's no cost for that, and we will get that out to you. And I think we've got one going out tomorrow.
1: Yeah, it's a bi-monthly newsletter, so an edition of that going out tomorrow. Let's get
0: back to our topic, and let's begin with what do we need to do and how we need to do things if we find ourselves in a riot or if there's that possibility.
1: Well, we're going to talk about situational awareness.
0: You know, we talk about that a lot.
1: And there's so many iterations of Mm -hmm. that. So in this particular aspect, we want you to be aware, first of all, that these protesters are making plans. This way, you know, you're not going to be caught by surprise If word breaks out that something's going to be rumbling tonight or whatever. so Yeah, and if
0: Roe v. Wade is overturned...
1: Do they have a date on that?
0: No, they have not said when they release it, but the session is over, I think, at the end of this month, somewhere right in that neighborhood. So... It could be in the next day or two, or it could be in the next couple of weeks.
1: So staying informed is part of your situational awareness. And it'll
0: be hard to miss that one because it Uh will be all over the news, and I don't care what news source you look at, it will be there.
1: Yes, it's going to be in your national news and the local news as well.
0: Yeah, and you do need to keep an eye on that in local news to get a feeling for what's really happening locally what groups are arguing with what groups, and usually that gets into the news as well.
1: And social media.
0: Yeah, that'll give you a great insight into people's lack of thinking.
1: Well, and it's interesting, too, how many groups of people will reveal a lot of what they're planning to do or, or threatening to do. Mm-hmm. And much of that may just be a lot of hot air and smoke But there may be some substance behind some of those threats.
0: And even if it's hot air and smoke, it's a good idea to be vigilant. Now, Webster says vigilant is alertly watchful, especially to avoid danger.
1: Yes, we do not want you to become a victim.
0: Yeah, so keep your head on a swivel when you're out and about. Now, you might want to go back and listen to episode number 212, which is Situational awareness, a necessary skill to use in everyday life. And we talk a lot about that situational awareness and keeping your head on the swivel. So the first thing we want you to do is to practice situational awareness and be vigilant.
1: And then we next want you to think about being responsible for your own safety.
0: Taking personal responsibility?
1: Yes, That's what mature adults do. Or should do. Or should do. And I'm see, this is the thing with these protesters. It's not that they're going to abide by any form of courtesy or consideration. They're there to be in your face, to be loud and to be proud, and to create fear, to create uh, upset, Mm -hmm. uh, the feeling of threatening. And some of these will go even farther. They will actually become physically violent they'll lay hands on one another and it could even escalate from there
0: yeah so being responsible for our own safety means that we avoid the areas of protest and rights
1: i mean you, you really you have to give that some thought if you possibly can that you, if you have no business being anywhere near a protest then that's responsible on your part you've now chosen to be safe by avoiding.
0: Yeah, you know, that's not the time to get in the car and go down and see what's going on. Don't
1: be grabbing the cell phone nope. to try to get movies now. No, 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 no. Now, no.
0: if you can't avoid the area or you find yourself in a riot, and by this, I mean that you're leaving work and you go out the front door and it's right there in front of right you. Right on the sidewalk. And so if, if you see a riot building up or if you... Find yourself in that. Be ready to act. And a lot of times these protests, you can see where they're building up, and it's beginning to rise to a level that you know it's going to trigger in just a minute. Then the first sign of that, get the heck out of there.
1: Yeah, you might even have to find an alternative way to exit your building.
0: You know, too many people rubberneck. They want to video what's going on
1: or when they get scared they get paralyzed. Mm-hmm. They just freeze. And but, you you just can't do that. Your brain has to keep going. You just got to keep moving. You got to get those legs up and down, get going.
0: And we're going to talk about how to do that, but you need to get to safety quickly. And the best way to do that and to do what you're talking about is to have a plan. Now, awareness and avoidance is the best strategy, but if you're
1: caught in it, stay calm
0: stay calm. Pay attention to your intuition. If it looks like it's getting rowdy, don't wait.
1: Yeah, that type of thing doesn't generally calm down by itself. Mm
0: -mm. Now, if you're in that, keep your loved ones close, especially children. If you, and this is really not a bad idea for us to do anytime we're around a crowd of people, is to designate a meeting place if we are separated. And here, let's think about parades. You go to a Christmas parade. The teenagers, it's okay for them to walk the street for the parade and things like that. But, you know, we'll be here when you come back, or we will all meet at XYZ. Mm -hmm. We'll have a designated uh, meeting area. And be prepared to protect. Be prepared to protect ourselves, our children, our loved ones. And just be aware, but stay calm, pay attention, keep them close, and avoid confrontation.
1: Right. This is not the time for you to go out and call attention to yourself or to try to take on or challenge a protester that you don't agree with.
0: And don't argue your point of view if it's different from theirs. This this isn't the place because there's a lot more of them there than there are you.
1: That's true, and you've really got to understand that, that you might be right in, in your heart and in your mm-hmm. mind, but you might be the only one standing there, and you can get mowed down. And that's really not your purpose. Your purpose is to avoid confrontation and to protect others that you are responsible for.
0: And in doing that, you may need to blend in until you can get out.
1: Yeah. I mean, think about, we were talking about the gray man. Mm-hmm. You don't want to... You just don't want to stick out. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, this is where if you're the wrong race, if you're the wrong ethnicity, or if you're dressed a lot differently than the folks that are in this riot, get out immediately.
1: Yeah, because you might become a target.
0: Yeah, if you're African American and you find yourself among a Klan rally, yeah, it's that's... time to leave.
1: Oh, don't even don't even try to... to... Bust yeah. all up in there just and go And I just use away. that as an example. Exactly. You know,
0: if, if, you're, if it's a
1: racial issue, if on it's the a protest. racial
0: issue and you are a different race than the group that's protesting and rioting, get out of there yeah. because it makes you a target.
1: Yeah, we're, we're concerned about your and safety. That's,
0: that's what we don't want. Now, if you possibly can, don't run but walk.
1: Why not run?
0: Because it draws attention to you.
1: Yeah, because a lot of the protesters themselves are not running. No, They're walking, they're striding, and if they suddenly see a fearful-looking person at high speed going Mm -hmm. by, they may wonder about that, and they may get somebody to tackle you.
0: Well, that's kind of natural. You think about sitting in an amusement park, and people are ambling back and forth and people are just moving around and then here comes somebody running. Who do you look at first?
1: You're you're looking at the runner.
0: You're looking at the runner because that sticks out. But what you want to do is walk and move with the flow of the crowd.
1: Yeah, we talked about that on that situational awareness episode that you may have to cruise along, maybe hanging in the back for a block or two, just to be able to find a way to move to the edges Mm -hmm. where you can then duck down through a safe area and exit.
0: Yeah, because here again, like running, if you're going against the flow, it draws attention to you.
1: Right, And these are some intentional things that you have to tell your mind. You may have to it feels counterintuitive mm-hmm. to do that but this is for when you can't help being caught up in whatever's going on.
0: Yeah, but what you don't want to do is get caught against a fence or a wall. You you want to avoid that at all costs because you could get crushed. But what you mentioned a minute ago, as you're going along, you're working your way to the edge of that crowd.
1: Right. You're going. What you're doing is you're trying to find an exit port. Exactly. But you may have to walk along with just and just keep quiet. Mm-hmm. Just. You know, you're just walking along, and if people try to engage you in conversation, just keep quiet and just nod and move along and then just exit, find a way. Yeah, be
0: looking for those escape routes. Now, it might be turning down a street, moving away from the crowd. If you're going to duck into an alley, make sure you can see all the way through that alley because um, some alleys are just half of an alley and it's blocked. Yeah. You turn into it, you can't get out of it.
1: I don't really recommend ducking into a place that you don't know.
0: Well... I agree, but I'll duck down another street or cut through an alley if there's a big fight brewing right up here. We're getting away from that.
1: If it will help the crowd to kind of move past and you can find a little hiding Mm -hmm. spot, I can see that.
0: And you might have to duck into a building entrance. Even if you can't get in the door, it gets you out of the way of that moving crowd. Now, if it's a building that you know large building there may be guards there that don't want to let you in
1: yeah they may not realize that you're not dangerous right and you may have
0: to plead your case but you may need to just duck into an entrance way, a little alcove to get out of the way of that moving crowd and if you can't get out like if you do duck down that alley and you can't get out take cover Get out of the view of the protesters or the rioters.
1: You know, it's like the old saying, out of sight, out of mind.
0: Exactly. But once you get hidden there, prepare to defend yourself and your loved ones. Now, here's a point that almost sounds counterintuitive until you think about it for a moment. Avoid law enforcement.
1: Well, you know, law enforcement presence would not be a surprise at a situation like that. But you've got to think about it from their perspective.
0: Exactly. They don't know who you are.
1: They don't know who you they are. They don't
0: know your intention. So unless you are injured, avoid them.
1: Uh, because they're hyper alert on what's going on. They're watching for criminal activity. Mm-hmm. They're watching for assaults. They're watching for violence and vandalism and looting.
0: Also watching for weapons.
1: And They don't need a, a, a an otherwise good citizen running up to them to try to remind them to do their job because they are out there doing it
0: yeah or to go up to get help because they're not going to break that line to get you out
1: right you like Mark said you, you you're gonna have to be physically injured there's going to have to be quite obvious that you need medical care mm-hmm. and I don't mean I have a cut on my lip I mean like I've you know I've you're got injured I'm bleeding out, Right, (laughs) that kind of thing. Now,
0: what we want you to do is take every possible precaution and to be prepared to keep yourself safe. See, the goal is to get home safe every day.
1: We want you to avoid these protest actions. Just avoid them.
0: But if you don't.
1: Or if you can't. If
0: you can't. Some of these things will help you to get out of it to stay safe. And that's the whole idea.
1: Here's another idea too, if you possibly can, if you are safe in your building at work and whether you're, you may or may not be alone, but if you are safe in your building, just stay, there. stay there. Yeah, and you alert someone in your home that you are in this building and that this is taking place, but you are safe. Mm-hmm. Just stay there. That's a form of avoidance. Don't get into it. Let it pass. Let all the activity die down Then make your safe exit, get home.
0: Don't come out to the street sweepers or cleaning up.
1: Right. If I had a safe building to hide in and I knew that I was under lock and key, that's where I'd stay. Exactly. Anything else? Well, we want you to be safe. We hope that these situations just don't arise. That's Mm -hmm. what we hope. But we know that there will be pockets of action in this way. And we're not here to tell you what you need to think or how you need to choose. We're here to just tell you to be safe. Whatever line of the argument you find yourself on, stay safe. And we'll see you next time. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. We would appreciate it if you would share Practical Prepping Podcast with your friends, family, and your social media. The direct link is in the show notes. And as always, stuff happens. Stay prepared.